0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Now I'm delighted to welcome the very lovely Donna Smiley to the programme from Take a Break magazine. Hello Donna.
1: Hi, good morning, how are you? I'm
0: good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good,
1: thank you. It's getting a bit cold now, isn't it? So I've got some winter clothes on today. Do
0: you know something? It is getting a bit colder, although I I am refusing to accept the autumn. Uh, I've got my sandals on. and I've got sandals on, actually. (laughs) Winter clothes, but sandals. I know, I know. I know, I've kind of got long sleeves on, but sandals, and uh, I'm refusing to give up on the weather. not ready for the winter. No, well, we've barely had a summer. So um, anyway, listen, it's great to have you here today. It really, really is. And obviously, the new copy of Take a Break magazine scene is fabulous as ever and uh, we're going to bring you a story from the new copy which is um, you look like a different person which is by Natalie King.
1: Um, Natalie says I swished my long brown locks as I sashayed up the road in my tiny scarlet dress. My date Roy was waiting for me outside the pub and his eyes almost popped out of his head. Blimey he said looking me up and down you're a bit of all right. At five foot ten I towered over him in my high heels but he loved how glamorous I was. With long legs and an hourglass size 12 figure, I dreamt of being a fashion model in my late teens. I'd even pose for underwear and bikini shoots and a prestigious agency in London. Then six months later, I'd found out I was pregnant and my modelling dreams had flown out of the window. That night, Roy and I hit it off as the side flowed. So when the bell rang for last orders, we headed to a club. I was smitten. and two weeks later, Roy roofed in with me and my two kids, Kelly and Nick. Six months later, I walked down the aisle at our local register office in a size 14 dress. I'd gained a few pounds since my modelling days, but Roy was happy. We both dreamt of having a big family, and in time we had two kids together, Craig and Sophia. With each pregnancy, I piled on the pounds, but I was too busy being a mum to do anything about it. Instead, I pushed my glamorous frock to the back of the window. I got into the habit of eating six doughnuts a day, as well as crisps and chocolate, and I'd spend £100 a week on takeaways. Eventually, I had to order my size 28-30 to 30 clothes from a special plus-size catalogue. Filled with self-loathing, I didn't bother to apply makeup and scrape my hair into a greasy bum. Some days, I felt so depressed I couldn't face stepping outside the front door. Still, I comforted myself the only way I knew how, with a giant portion of sweet and sour chicken and prawn crackers from the Chinese takeaway. "'Will you come to watch me in the nativity play, Mummy?' Sophia asked me. "'I can't, darling,' I said sadly.' I felt so guilty. I wanted nothing more than to see my girl and her play, but I couldn't face the pitying stares from the other parents. What would they think of me? Roy always did his best to reassure me and said, You're everything I want. But he couldn't get it through to me. I look in the mirror and all I can see is a fat cow staring back at me, I said. When I refused to leave the house, Roy would do the school run and the weekly food shop. I couldn't have asked for a more dedicated husband. But my size was getting in the way of me being a good mum. Two more kids followed, Isabel and Jacob. I started suffering from pain in my sides, and tests confirmed I had a fatty liver and a two centimetre gallstone. I also had arthritis in my knees because of the pressure I was putting on them. You're at high risk of having a stroke, the doctor warned me. If you want to see your children grow up, you need to lose weight. I was only 42 but the doctor's words terrified me. But I struggled to six to a diet. A couple of years passed and I took the children to the beach near our home. Come on, let's collect shells, Sophia said. But I was swearing for as I struggled to keep up with her, stopping to catch my breath every few steps. I was terrified my boat was sinking to the sand and I'd be too heavy to haul myself out. Other mothers briefly met my eye then quickly looked away, but I knew what they would whisper to her husband's when I was out of earshot. Blimey, she's let herself go. Something in me finally snapped and I found the courage to contact Slimming World. The following week, Roy held my hand as we turned up for the class together. I can't do this, I said nervously. as we parked the car. Yes, you can, Roy said gently. You've had six children, you can do anything. At my first weigh-in, I was filled with shame when I looked at the scales and I saw 25 stone but I marched home determined to turn my life around. Instead of stuffing my face with takeaways, I snacked on fresh fruit and Roy cooked a healthy meal of meat and vegetables every night. Six months later, I'd lost four stone and announced, I'm going to dye my hair bleach blonde. Roy and the kids were stunned as it was so out of character for me, but my body was changing and I needed to change with it. I returned from the salon with the next day, swishing with my new golden locks and felt like a different person. After another year of dieting, I reached 12 stone. I could finally fit into a size 12 again. It was time for a new image and I treated myself to a stack of fitted frocks from New Look, as well as raging the beauty counter at Boots. Then I gave myself a makeover for Roy. Applying lashings of mascara, I slicked on pink lipstick and teased my blonde locks into tousled ways. What do you think, I asked, giving Roy a twirl when he walked through the door. He stood there open mouth and finally replied, You look stunning. He hadn't seen me doled up in years. You look like a different person, he continued. I smiled. I was finally proud of my appearance and wanted to show up the results of my hard work. But my f- four—sorry—but my DD boobs were saggy and deflated after six children. So despite my newfound confidence, I hid my chest from Rome. and wouldn't take off my bra in front of him. "'I'll pay for you to have a boob job if you want,' he said. "'Yeah,' I said. "'I bet you will.' I hadn't thought about it seriously, but realised it made sense. I'd worked so hard to transform my body, so surely I deserved a bit of extra help to give myself a boost. We did some research and I decided to go for it. My oldest daughter, Kelly, was now 28, while well, my youngest child, Jacob, was six. It was time I focused on me.' How big would you like to go, the surgeon asked at my first consultation. As big as possible, I said. The glamour model in me had been lurking under the rolls of the flab. Mumsy clothes the whole time. Now I was bringing her back to life. So I agreed to get G-cup implants a cost of £4,500. I was nervous when I was willed to surgery, but as soon as I opened my eyes, I looked down at my chest. Despite the swelling and bandages, I was thrilled my fullest shape. They took a couple of weeks to heal, but when I saw my new body in the mirror for the first time, I couldn't stop smiling. I finally filled out my new hugging figure outfits and plunging necklines. Roy loved photography and suggested, why don't we celebrate your new body with a photo shoot? I chose knee-high boots and just for fun, and when I walked into the bedroom he couldn't take the eyes off of me. I pouted on the bed, striking the poses I remembered from my modelling days. That's the woman I fell in love with, Roy said. I was a grandma of three, but I looked just as good as when we first met. Flicking through the photos afterwards, I couldn't believe the transformation. It made me wonder if I could relaunch my modelling career. I might be 47, but I'd love to make a living out of posing for the camera. I wasted so much of my life hiding away. Now it's time to make up for those years and have some fun. And that's it.
0: Oh, my goodness. I mean, that <laughs> is just incredible, isn't it? She I'm
1: literally looks like better than she did when she was younger. It's crazy.
0: My goodness. It really yeah, really is incredible, incredible isn't I it? No.
1: It's crazy just that determination after all those years. Like.
0: Well, exactly. And, you know, it's so easy to let the... The pounds just kind it of really slip is. up and slip up, and you know, I know that you know, I put on a few pounds in the winter and then lose it again in the summer. Yeah, and, you know, it's 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 a horrible thing because you do feel quite bloated, but to to let it go to that extent must yeah. be really quite soul destroying. It must be
1: horrible. Must be not looking in the mirror and just not recognizing yourself. No. Yeah,
0: it's very strange. Well, well done, her. My goodness, yeah, glamorous amazing. granny indeed. <laughs> oh, listen, Donna, it's been great to talk to you today. It really has. Oh, you Thank too. you so much for bringing us a fabulous story uh, from this week take a break magazine now obviously if anybody wants to get a copy it is out on the shelves but you can also take a look online it's a fully accessible website have you got the web address
1: i have it's www.takeabreak.co.uk the new issue is out on thursday
0: fantastic well you've still got time All to right. get the old <laughs> yep, issue. the old one <laughs> and uh, then you can go <laughs> pick the up <laughs> the new one on <laughs> thursday definitely listen <laughs> fabulous donna smiley feature writer from take a break magazine thank you so much for joining us here thank in our connect radio have a good week bye